I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files today. Allison. Uh huh. It's about my bed. The boys are back in bed. Boys are back in bed. Down. Down. <laughs> Guys, we're recording as God wanted us to record on our tum tums. In my boudoir. Together in Courtney's bed with our, our legs kicked up like a couple of teen girls, just yakking away. Side by side, talking about boys. I mean. <laughs> uh, I hurt I hurt my back real bad. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and I did it as everyone over 30 does hurt their back by sleeping. Just slept bad. Just, just had a bad sleep. Just had a bad sleep and I was out for like a fucking week. Couldn't Aww. sit. My life was standing. You and I are just a tornado of pain and sickness and bad bodies and trash. I just don't understand, Allison. We're old. Also, spending my entire week not sitting, either just remaining completely 90 degrees or 180 degrees at all times, it sucks. Now, were you ever 360 degrees? (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you about that later. Oh, damn! (laughs) That's how I hurt my back a second time. Oh, boy. Anyway, let's talk about the X-Files. What episode is this? <laughs> uh, season 5, episode 14, The Red and the Black. Yes, it was. Let's talk about that Netflix descriptiono. Mulder is drawn into a dangerous confrontation with creatures that could expose the conspiracy surrounding extraterrestrials. do 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 Dang, got some good aliens. Oh, this is the second half of a two-parter. Yeah, it is. I totally forget what happened in the first parter. That's because you (laughs) were on muscle relaxers. By the way, I did listen to the last episode. Don't remember half of it. (laughs) I'm not surprised. It's like a ghost took over my body (laughs) and said really awful things. Yeah, And then left. Yep. And then I was just sitting there like, what has happened to me? Hey, how about this time you get real high, and then I'll... Honestly, I'm so down. <laughs> Let's talk about this grade A, a snowboy. Okay, let's talk about this snowboy. This opening made me, uh, furious. Ooh, really? Yeah, because I cannot believe that this show made me, for a full minute, <laughs> oh, yeah. watch a man typing a monologue on a typewriter that I had to read off the typewriter with my own eyes. This is a television show. <laughs> Someone pulled Chris Carter aside. I was like, Chris, Chris, like, you've been really heavy in the monologues lately. Can you do something different? And Chris is like, oh, man, I just, ooh, okay, I got it. And then he made us read a monologue on a page. <laughs> just like it was, I was so mad. I was like, what is happening? Are you for fucking real? In real time, we read this monologue. As it was typed by a mysterious man. Okay, it's not that mysterious. It's not that it's mysterious. It's on a typewriter. It's like basically Chekhov's typewriter. We know who it is. <laughs> it's. It was also signed Raul Bloodgood. Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> but the boy. The boy. Tell me about the boy. He was Canadian. Yeah. Now... It says it was Quebec. Yeah. But this boy was not Quebecois. No. He did say he did not say Way. Way Monsieur. So he was neither Quebecois nor Wario. 
Uh, so Snowboy comes and he's waiting outside for the daddy letter. <laughs> but daddy's taking a real long time typing this letter out. He's got so many emotions that he's got to get out for and little then, Jeffy. For Jeffy. And then uh, uh, Smoking Man comes out, gives the Snowboy a crisp Canadian t- tire dollar, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then shoes him on the way mm-hmm. to go into the big city. He says, off you go. Uh, now, why is the smoking man in Quebec? Not a fucking clue. Did he get in trouble from the other pr- ghost president? I have no idea. Interesting. I was wondering. I do not recall. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he did something bad. He probably did something bad. Anyway. We get the do 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 do, and now there's a new there's a new thing. There's what, a new tagline. Oh, what did it say? Uh, you didn't write it down. Relax, says Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> He's like ten years too late. And then it says, "See you in Hollywood." <laughs> That's what it said. I'm sure of it. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> anyway, we go to. Stave Falls, BC. Yeah. And this dam is called Ruskin Dam. Okay. It's and they said Ruskin Dam, Pennsylvania, but it ain't. It's Ruskin Dam, BC. Now, am I correct in thinking you have a lot to say about this dam? Well, my husband does. <laughs> it is a BC Hydro facility. Uh, Ruskin Dam Dam is no longer going. Mm-hmm. Uh Stave Falls wait, no. Stave Falls is no longer going. Ruskin Dam did. And I do have something to say because I brought a group of Grade eights, oh, grade sixes, to a hydroelectrical dam as a field trip. Okay. Now, did they get excited about it? No. But did they get excited about the one line that the tour guide said about finding gold in them there hills? <laughs> yes. Yes, Allison, they did. So the entire lunch, they were in the creek, just going through every stone and anything remotely shiny they picked up and put in their pockets. You know, if there's one thing I know about the youth, it's that they fucking love panning for gold. <laughs> they just, like, like, they want, they gotta have that gold. <laughs> See, you joke, but I also went to the uh, mining museum up in Squamish. Do you mm-hmm. know that place? Yeah. Uh, we went through tunnels. It was super cool. We saw big machines. We saw... Remember where the X-Files filmed up there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We saw that place where the aliens were kept. What were the best part of those kids' trip? Panning for fucking gold in the panning, like, air activity center. I, for one, support our upcoming generation of prospectors. <laughs> These kids are like magpies. <laughs> They're like, give me that gold oh, so I can so move good. out of my parents' house. <laughs> I struck it rich. What if I got rich in the crick? One of the kids actually found a little piece, and then when he's like, oh, how much is this worth? And the guy's like, oh, I don't know, a couple bucks. Can I trade it in? He wanted to trade it in. That's great. Did they let go- him? No. Oh. He, they put it in a little bottle for him, though, and he wore he's it like, as a well, necklace. This is worthless. <laughs> yeah, this is worthless. This won't buy me any Pokemon cards. <laughs> anyway. Ruskin Dam, there's a bunch of people on there. Yeah, there's a bunch of people, and they all been burnt. And here's what I'll say about these people. Uh. Um, the, I would say that this was not evenly heated, I think. I, it seems to me that they may want to watch a little more Bobby Flay, uh, because the BBQ job on these people was not ideal. I would not say... I would not say Bobby Flay is the king of BBQ. Who, do you th- who would you say is the king of BBQ? I mean, Guy Freddy. Oh, he loved them BBQs. You think he's got he's got the handle mm. on that even heat? Dang, 
I mean, even hit he all over me for sure. Uh, no, I, I would say leave. the king of BBQ is Donair Palace on Robson Street. Oh fuck yes, where they got that? No, Babylon Cafe. Oh, that's also very good. Where they they just rotate that meat. You gotta, and it's got this ooh crispy mmm crispy crust. That's how you get that cut even into heat. it. It's the even heat. So they should have, I guess what they should have done is taken all these people and instead of roasting them individually, um, they should have squished them together into a big, uh, big uh, sort of meat log. Yes. Put yes. that on a skewer, rotated uh-huh. it. Or, since they are in Canada, take them all, go to Swiss Chalet, mm. stack them up in that giant rotisserie machine that they have out front with all them chickens. Yeah. And just get that even Swiss Chalet crust Dip the people in the gravy. Oh, mm. that sounds very oh. good. Oh, I love Swish LA. Should we go there? I really do. <laughs> they deliver. <laughs> oh, damn. Swish LA, sponsor us. Sponsor us. Okay. Get Swiss as you fucking want. So there's burnt bodies. Yeah. Some are very burnt. Some are not that burnt. The the very conspicuous man is not that burnt. The very conspicuous man. And, and Scully got like a sunburn. She ran away to the woods with 50 other people and she is still alive and she has a mild burn on her face. Again, though, the the fire the fire people come, mm-hmm. and they're a little bit too late. They are a little bit late. Like, rough, tough McBuff stuff, he got his fire extinguisher. He's like, mm, maybe <laughs> I don't need me. Maybe. My favorite part of this scene is where there's a bit of dialogue between Skinner and Mulder that they have elected to have these actors shout over the noise of a chopper. The really bad mixing happened. What? But, like, that's not just mixing. That is a choice. Yeah, that's a choice. I'm going to have these two actors shout their lines over an incoming helicopter. But you Why? know You know what was, well, I get the helicopter choice, Allison. Uh-huh. Because the, the, the blades, mm-hmm. they spun okay. and made wind to make these real good floppy pants choices. <laughs> Like, as Skinner and Muller are talking, their pants are flapping Just like an American flag. Flopping. You imagine you Dang. had a boner in there? That'd be wild. <laughs> I mean, that was a good choice, yeah. I think. Yeah. The sound, not so Just much. slapping around. Just fla- <laughs> also a very good choice. Yeah. An EMT. Ugh. Who had Scully or, I think... Did she have Scully on the... She was bringing Scully I out? Think, or, I think so, or someone, or someone else. And Mulder is asking her questions, and this EMT says, unless you're a medical doctor, you're in the way. <laughs> yeah. I loved her. She was very good. We go. We go. To the ghoul medical facility where Maria Vesuvius... Mm, Marita... Marita... Covarubius. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> you cut it, right? Yeah. Marita Covarubius, right? Covarubius. Covarubius. Yeah. Is on she the got, table. She got inked. She got she got inked by the boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life Splatoon. <laughs> the kid. The squid kid. <laughs> Dunnington. <laughs> Dunnington. She got them 
Goopy's inside her body. Yeah, and the the ME here, the medical examiner, is a, a very fresh-looking individual, oh, I must say. I was a big fan. She's like if Sigourney Weaver and Magenta from Rocky Horror Picture Show had a baby. Oh, yes, that's absolutely <laughs> it. I was a huge fan. I was, too. Uh, and then my favorite thing about this scene is that, um, so this ME is uh, trying to figure out what's going on with uh, Marita, and it, we pan up to the ceiling. Oh, that very good shot. And there's a fucking panopticon window <laughs> in the ceiling and all of the different panes are filled with a different one of these dead president ghouls and it's just like mm, the pit of shame is where you shall stay <laughs> that was a really good shot it was a really good I want to frame it and then every time we returned there were fewer ghouls in the window until fruit. only the one was left just one ghoul remaining we had stuff to do yeah there was a sale on at the swish LA <laughs> you know after you go to that crime scene you're like this is all I go- this is all I want now I guess Americans don't really know about the Swish LA. Do you want to tell them? Swish LA is a very special place where they have rotisserie chicken. And that, that I mean, when, when I was a kid, that was it. You just got chicken. Yeah. And But they got this, like, Swiss sauce. Okay. This gravy. And you dip the chicken in. You get the French fries, too. But during Christmas, they had a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. You get that stuffing. You get that rotisserie chicken. <laughs> you get them French fries and a roll. Just all carbs. Vegetables? Ooh, no. Don't need them. Duh-uh. Don't ever need them. Chicken's a vegetable. Yeah. But also you get a very special Christmas chocolate. Oh, that sounds sweet. Mwah. I loved it as a kid. As a as as a very large kid made up of all Swiss rolls. Just a big kid. Mm, God, so good. <laughs> okay. Uh, and now, uh, uh, now it's a place where you take your grandparents. Yes, true. In Canada, yeah, mm-hmm. along with the white spot. And <laughs> oh, that's a BC thing, though, right? Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we go to the hospital. To the oh, ho- I'm sorry, my bad. Oh, whoops, 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 whoops. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, whoops. I'm sorry. We go to the hospital. <laughs> Allison, I'm going to turn this podcast right around. <laughs> the hospital. The hospital. The hospital. Now, this is a hardcore news station. Yes. Because they do show corpses. They really do. They're like, you want to see what happened? We know you do, you sick motherfuckers. (laughs) Hardcore porn news at 11. (laughs) Yeah, they just show fucking burnt bodies. Yeah. Is there a point where you can show a body when it's not actually a body anymore? Because they were pretty burnt. I think we try not to make that distinction. (laughs) Because that just really gets into some risky territory. Yeah, like ashes. Can you can you show ashes? Uh, I think technically you can, but I don't know why you would want to. I don't know. Well, this hardcore news station they show everything. Yep, they're like, here's a dick. So, uh, Scully. Yeah, she got burnt, mm-hmm. but not just a little bit burnt. No, but she, yes. Yeah, but she <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. She doesn't remember anything. No. And she does remember when where Jeffy's mom went to. She doesn't remember where Jeffy's mom went. She doesn't. Mom, no. Yeah. Um, no, she doesn't. And this is a problem. Yes. Because Jeffy upset. Jeffy's quite upset. Can I tell you, it kind of clicked who Jeffy really looks like. Oh, yeah? If 1997 Justin Timberlake and Doogie Howser had a baby. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. Right? Yes. Older Doogie Howser. Yeah, older Doogie Howser. But um, younger Justin Timberlake. Oh, my God. I was in... He's kind of fresh. He's... Like, I was feeling Jeffy this yeah, episode. right? He's kind of fresh. He's I, like, what's going he's on? He's bringing a fresh vibe to mm. the scene in all mm. his interactions with Scully. 
Now, what's his last name? Spender. Spender. Hey, big. That thing. <laughs> you want to finish or? Oh, I, I already did. Okay, good. In my bed? <laughs> Allison? <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeffy Spender, he's upset. His mommy is gone. Mm-hmm. And he's very upset because he told Scully and Mulder to fucking stay away from his mother. He sure did. He was very clear. But guess what? She was on that bridge and she gone now. Yep. Um, so th- we got some conflict going on here, mm-hmm. but we also have conflict going on in the gulag. Oh, the ship. Oh, the ship. We're in the, the ship. ship. The yeah. ship gulag. Uh, cause Crycheck's all chained up in there and the ghoul, yes. the gulag. FDR. <laughs> okay. <laughs> has come, uh, has come to him and he says, who's the boy now? <laughs> it is you chained up in this ship and I shall feed you water. <laughs> is Tony Danza in that show too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's who the boy is. <laughs> the boss. It's it's a sequel to Who's the Boss. It's Who's Chaboy now. <laughs> uh, my favorite line is, "Oh, you're probably thirsty," and then FDR just pisses in his mouth. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty bold choice. <laughs> that FDR ghost piss. <laughs> mm, just a golden shower. Now, does ghost piss just barely taste like piss, or does it have its own special flavor? I would say, like, it's homeopathic piss, where it's, like, oh, it's parallel. Oh, it's so to- diluted Mm-mm. that it's, like, there's piss in there, but... Mm, but you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> People do drink their own piss, hey? Oh, absolutely. But, like, on purpose. Yeah, because they think it's, like, medicinal. Like, there was a story about someone who used it as, like... Instead of sunscreen. Could you imagine? They put it on their body? They put it on their body. Just they, like they're pissed. They pee, they pee in a cup and they put it in a shampoo bottle where they can, ho- they can squirt it on their hand and just put it right on their face. Wouldn't it be better if like, well, when I say better, I mean more fun. Um, <laughs> if they had like a series of reflecting surfaces... Um, and their spray was as uh, powerful enough that they could use this sort of reflecting surface device to hit every part of their body. Or, or just piss right in the shower tube. Damn! (laughs) My longest yeah boy ever! (laughs) Look at those levels. So good. Yeah, but I would imagine, like, okay, we know... I don't, I, I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to assume piss does not have UV protection. Oh, absolutely. How could it? And also, you go out on a hot, like, July day. Oh, your skin's going to be so salty. Sticky. Piss is salty and sticky. And what are you going to smell like? Hey, I'm going to just throw a quick, uh, quick, actually, uh, reminder in here that if you, um, Jerk it to completion during an episode of the Double X Files. You do owe us a five star review. Thank you and good thank night. Thank you, thank you. We hear you. Yeah. Did the shower piss get you? Is that what it was? It us describing the smell and the feel of it. <laughs> That's what the hey. boys are back in bed. People ask me why should I listen to your podcast because there's like. 10 million X-Files podcasts in there, I say, one, we give great commentary. Because all those other X-Files podcasts, they're just, like, fucking masturbating over Chris Carter's creation. Yeah. Number two, we will make you come. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Well. <laughs> We'll hit a button sooner or later. Yeah, we're, you know what? We're going to cover so many fucking hot topics 
And one of them, someday, going to be yours. And you might not even know it. You'll be sitting there listening. You'll be like, oh, damn. I completed. And I didn't even know that was my thing. Five stars. (laughs) Review, please. (laughs) Anyway, the ghoul, after taking a hot piss (laughs) on the crime check and sponge bathing him with it. Oh, gross. uh, He's asking about the vaccine. Yeah. Because he wants to save Marita Vas- Barga Nuvius. Marita Kovarubius. <laughs> uh, ha- I'm sorry. I have a name disorder. That's okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they want the vaccine. Yeah. The black oil vaccine. Now, I think this is where things are starting to piece together for me. Let me, let me break it down. Okay. Crycheck. Yes. In the... Gulag. Uh-huh. With- they're doing boy tests. Okay. But I think they're testing for a vaccine. Yeah, they're... Tr- okay, so they're Correct. trying to solve they're it. They're trying to solve it because something's coming. Yes. Well, that... This was made... That was made very clear by yes. this episode that something Some- is coming. And coming. it is our listeners. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not yet. We'll see. Hey, we'll get you. We'll get... We'll, 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 we'll get there. It. We'll check off that box. We got, like, what? Oh, we got lots of time. <laughs> we got a year and a half left. We'll get there. Um... So, Krychek is feverately making this vaccine to protect from alien invasion. He is the quote-unquote rebellion? No, he is not the rebellion. Who's the rebellion? The rebellion is made up of aliens. What? They are rebelling aliens who are against the... Other aliens? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, it's real whack. Now, I have one note written about this scene. Okay. uh, And that note... And it's not about the piss. No, it's not about the piss. This note reads... Inside Nicholas Leah's wet red mouth. <laughs> I can't promise I wasn't high when I watched this. And that's what I got out of this scene. Can you read that again? Yeah, I absolutely can. <clears throat> Inside Nicholas Leah's wet red mouth. Which was about the only thing I could focus on. <laughs> it's like a William Carlos Williams poem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh man, it was just so dark and it wet was. and red in there. And I'm a little, <laughs> Am I horny? For <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay. The boys are back in bed. <laughs> Let's talk yeah, about please. This I'd love to. Flaming hot Dorito. Mm? Mm. It's a very good Dorito. It is a very good Dorito. We're at the uh We Camp Army base. Yes. And I remember it's I remember it's calling We Camp because my husband made a joke that said Arnie We Camp because that's from that's from Magic Tavern that's from another podcast. Courtney, that's this is than why us. your husband doesn't host mm. this podcast with me. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Magic Tavern. <laughs> yes, they're great. Okay, um, this this uh yeah, so I didn't realize it at the time of this scene where this spicy Dorito crashes. Yeah. but this base is supposed to be in West Virginia. Is it? Yeah, and this looks like it crashes in the middle of the desert. <laughs> it's a very sandy. Yeah. Very sandy. Well, do you know West Virginia is a very sandy? It's not. It's very foresty and hilly. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, I mean, they goofed up. <laughs> yeah. So this Dorito crashes. Is this when the... Oh, no. Yeah. Is this when the... Someone comes out of the crash? Yeah, it's one of these guys with the no eyes. The no eyes boys. <laughs> Yep. No eyes, no mouth, no butt, no nothing. 
No nothing, boys. <laughs> no eyes, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> Did he come out of the yeah, Dorito? he came out of the Dorito with another similar man. But, like, here's the thing, though. They're not, like, that Dorito was flaming. Yeah, because they crashed. And But they were okay? Uh, these boys, now, this is what I'm saying. These boys are the resistance. And they're aliens. Really? Yes. But what a... Oh, okay. I think they're... That's what I, I think. Because remember... Now, later in the episode, when... Who's our big buff boy? Rough, tough, McBuff stuff? No, the alien... Our big buff alien boy? Oh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, when Dolph Lundgren goes to, like, he's gonna go kill this dude, and he pulls out his, like, alien pick stick. Yeah. It's, like, gonna, like, poke him in the back of the yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh... Like, Trotsky style. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, there... Uh, this is what I got from this episode. Uh, just to lay it all out there. Just really spread eagle. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, there I go. <laughs> that's that's me. Um, uh, th- so what we learned in this episode is that there's that we know about the alien colonist plot, um, and also there are these alien. There's this alien resistance that doesn't want the aliens to colonize, and so they're trying to fuck it up. So okay, are the ghouls working with the alien? No, they are working with the colonists and have been. Okay, but but they are getting this offer to switch to the other side and they don't know what to do. Where's the offer coming from? Uh, the guy, the guy they get in custody. Cause this is so right when, when this crashes in non-West Virginia, they, they, the army gets there and they take this no eyes boy oh, and they no. take him into custody. Okay. And then the, the, but he can't talk. So how can he make a deal with his mind? Hey, that's a super good question. My friend, <laughs> I wish I had the answer. By the way, they got a, on these no eye boys, they got a, the, they gotta back off that latex. Yeah, it really do. Really it's bad. Pretty upsetting. Um. Okay. So they're making deals. Yeah, they're making making wheeling and dealing. Wheeling deal. Okay. Okay. Mulder's on the conspiracy train again. He is. Now he says that <laughs> this is. Oh God. That people are being used to monitor bio warfare. Yeah, he says so much shit, Courtney. It's just very bad. But he also says to to Scully, he says. I ran some more x-rays. And it's like, really? You did? You you ran x-rays? <laughs> On whom? And Me? Like, I mean, obviously, he didn't run the x-rays. He's like, and I've not told anyone what I've found. And it's like, okay, so how did these x-rays happen? You're not a... You don't have... You don't know how to do an x-ray. How exactly? Anyways, he says okay. you've got another implant, and that's why you're acting all goofy. Okay. So, and 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 he also said, Scully... The truth is in you. He did say that. And you know what? I hated it. Oh, no. That's the porn. That's the porn that's coming out. Oh. The truth is in you. Is the truth his Johnson? Uh, yep. Agent Johnson. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. I'm yep. here for it. No, thank you. <laughs> He's got a little badge for it and everything. Hard pass. <laughs> I like I like glow up better. Yeah, glow up is a very good one. Because <laughs> it is going to turn into a porn. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Okay. Um, Mulder is looking at these, or Scully's looking at these pictures of State Falls and the Ruskin Dam about what was actually happening, yeah. all the different bodies, and um, and she's like, I don't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, and then they show, oh gosh, I think it goes to one of the ghouls, FDR, about the what they captured on the army base yeah no eyes boy. no no eyes boy now i do want to point out my background boy mm-hmm. so to the right 
of No Eyes Boy uh-huh. is mwah, the best artisanal mustache I have ever seen. Oh, I missed it completely. Oh, gosh. Oh, damn. They must have gone to dress so and got one of those $5 sped mustache <laughs> specials and slapped it on that that guy, that I army love boy. It. Oh, so good. Um so is this when the is this when the FDR is kind of like playing with cuz they want to cure Marita. Yeah, so he's worried. He wants to try to find a cure for Marita, and then... Because she knows things. Yeah. And ostensibly, Krychek and the Russians have a cure, but they won't give it to him. Yes. And Until we he just really forgot up. about the boy, didn't we? The boy just was completely yeah, forgotten about this. Just the boy gone. is done. Someone, someone, maybe he was dead? Well, that was not clear. No, it was not clear. And I feel like, I feel like if a boy is died, if a boy has died, it if should be made clear. a boy has died... <laughs> This show is not is not is not above killing boys. No, this show I mean I would say gets erect from killing boys. <laughs> so many of them. Scully decides, probably because Mulder's pushing her, to go into fucking hypnotic regression. Yeah, and Scully's been very clear on this point that that she knows Mulder's going down this weird foxhole, uh, wink, because that's his name, Um, and she refuses to follow him. She says, I can't and I won't, and then she does. And then she does. So, because she has no agency. There I said it. (laughs) Now, Allison, I'm going to tell you, um, if your therapist who is making you going through hypnotic regression taking you to the night place uh says relax your pelvis i want you to leave please leave please don't go to the night place that is not how that's not how hypnotists work you shouldn't need to relax your pelvis for anyone i got hypnotized did i tell you that no um in my psychology class my grade 11 psychology class um my teacher brought in a hypnotist and a therapist and it does not, first of all, it doesn't take a minute to be hypnotized. <laughs> uh, it's it's almost like mind yoga, where it's just a lot of mind exercises. Ooh. And you're, she had a very soft voice. It's like ASMR, kind mm-hmm. of. And she's just talking you through a bunch of stuff. And then kind of halfway through, you feel this like kind of weird out-of-body experience where you're like, Oh, yeah, I can do all these things. Like, dreaming, right? But you're awake. Yeah. And then when we kind of woke up, it just felt like I was high. Like, it felt like I had just, like... Weird. It was really cool. Uh, It does not work like, and I snap my fingers, and then you're an octopus. Mm -hmm. Or now you see aliens. That was really bad. I just love that he kept telling her to go to the night place. I was like, what's a night place? (laughs) You know, the day and night burger joint on Kingsway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that uh, is probably hard. Like, no one goes there, but it's still us. It's no Swiss chalet. It's not, it's not, no. Swiss chalet sponsor us. Um, what happens next? She nut. Oh, she nut. Yeah, she nut. (laughs) A couple times. This is a strong acting choice from Jillian Anderson. It really was. I don't know what she was going for. Oh, my God. Um, and actually later, Je- uh, Jeffy, uh, Skinner says he was listening to the, the tapes how of did, her. How does anyone listen to that tape and not nut? And he's like, I wasn't prepared for what I heard. <laughs> it was very sexual. <laughs> In fact, I'll need to see HR. <laughs> Why did you put this on my desk? Please, I'm very uncomfortable. Um, 
This is another note. When they're talking about Skinner, about what is happening, can I just say Skinner has aged like a fine wine? Oh, yes. Like Skinner was hot back then, but the season 11 Skinner. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know it. We know it. Yeah. No, we know it. Uh, yeah, no, season 11 Skinner is, oof, just my daddy. Yeah, everyone's daddy, for sure. Um, Jeffy angry. Jeffy's quite mad that all this business is going. So he decides to show Scully, Mm -hmm. um, his childhood tapes. He just carries around his alien regression videos everywhere. He just pops in the VCR. Yeah. And apparently he says that his mom, uh, so the dad, his dad left. The smoking man. Mm-hmm. And mummy went uh, off the rails a little bit and would plant ideas in this little kid's head that she was abducted. Yeah. And so she would say it so often that he believed her. And so when he went through to the doctor and psychologist and therapist, he would voice that his mom got abducted mm-hmm. and that he saw this. Um, so this is like straight up child abuse. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's like not playing. He's like, Scully, like this is all... Hypnotism is a piece of shit, and what you saw, like, that's just planted memories from Mulder. Mulder is feeding you all these ideas, Mm -hmm. uh, and he actually says, don't let yourself be used, which is very, like, sentient for the X-Files. Yeah, it is. Um, Can I tell you my favorite line of dialogue in the episode, because it's in this scene? Sure. Uh, It's when Skelly first walks into the office, uh, and Spender is in there, and he says to her, I heard about this office. It really is in the basement. What was that line of dialogue meant to achieve? (laughs) I heard about this desk. It sure is made out of wood. (laughs) I heard about this office. It really is in the basement. No shit. (laughs) As if people were, like, just saying that as a joke. It's not even delivery. It's DiGiorno's. That was a bad joke. I'm no, sorry. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> I was just too busy being angry. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so actually, I will come out and say that I am uh, really into this Spender and Skelly vibe. Yeah, they're pretty scene. good. They got a vibe together that I'm I like, into. I like that he is like a non, non, non-believer, and now she's kind of a believer. Yeah, I like the way the roles are switching around. Yes, that's pretty good. Except for Mulders, because he's so petulant no matter what he believes. We just can kick him out. He Let's wasn't just get him scene. right out of town. Just, he's gone. <laughs> Except Allison. Uh-huh. He's in his hobble apartment. Yes, this is a great prank, can mm. I say. It's a cr- great prank. It's a really great prank. Tell me about this prank. He walks in, he sees a piece of paper on the ground. Yeah. Says things are looking up, gets hit in the back of the head. It's a great prank. Oh, I missed that. It's a good prank, though. And that's, yeah, he got pranked. Okay. Crycheck. Crycheck is there. Got off the boat. He's got his wet red mouth and it's so ready. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. So he... Uh, oh, this scene was... Can I just say, though, this scene was extremely sexual. Oh, don't worry. We'll talk about it. I just want to go over what he's revealing other than his hot red mouth. Okay, wet red mouth. Thank wet, you. Red, yes. Uh, he's talking about the resistance. Mm-hmm. So let's... Again, there are aliens who want to colonize Earth. Yes. And the smoking people, the ghouls, want to help them. Mm-hmm. But now there's also a resistance yes. who does not want aliens to colonize Earth. Correct. Are they? Do they live on Earth? The resistance? Yes. They do. Uh, no, I no, don't know. Maybe. Who it's, knows? It's impossible to say. 
Uh, I don't know why. And then they're just fighting over. There's two. There's two groups fighting over. Yeah. How does Crycheck know all this? And where does the black ooze come in? Uh, I think Krychek knows all this from his work with the Russians at the boy farm. Okay. Um, the black ooze is used to prepare humans for colonization. Oh, gone. It. Okay. Remember the bee farm? That was wild. Anyways. Mm. <laughs> I will never forget that bee farm. Allison. Yes. This is when we get a... We get a... Oh, but before that, a kiss. Mm, I do love the kiss, but before that, I do need to highlight one line. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, uh, the where uh, Mulder asks uh, Crycheck, "Isn't that how you like to beat yourself?" Mm. As a reference to being beaten with one hand. Mm -hmm. It's a. mm. He's talking about jerking it. (laughs) Good. Yes. And then they kiss. Just slapping the old snake around. Excuse me. Number one, I own a snake. That's not how just ringing your own worm. Just getting down and dirty on your bad self. I don't like it. The boys are back in bed. I don't like it. Anyway, they kiss. They well, yes, they kiss. Why? I shouted that they kiss, and my husband wasn't paying attention. He's like, they don't kiss. And then we had to rewind it twice to watch them kiss twice. Krychek, uh, yeah, leans in, just pecks Mulder on the cheek. Is he just very Russian? Is that what he did? Mm. Is that... No? No. Why? I don't know. I think I think it was affection. Uh, <laughs> was it? But I do want to highlight some of the dialogue in this scene that I enjoyed very much. Please. Um, he says, uh, we're about to be thrust into a world where there is only one law, fight or die, and there is only one rule, resist or serve. Those are four rules. I'm very confused about the difference between a rule and a law in this new world and, and, uh, kind of what, what the, uh, result of both is if you should not obey. I feel like the political system we're walking into could use a little revising because it seems very confusing. (laughs) What do the aliens care? They're not going to... Are we just... They're not going to start up a government system? Well, apparently they are because they already got a rule of the law going. Okay, well... Crycheck leaves. Yes. And they... They kiss one more time. Uh Uh-huh. And then we get this fucking stupid-ass plan from Mr. Fox Mulder. Where they're just going to drive into the base. The We Camp Army base. Yeah. Uh, to see, I don't know what, I don't know what they're going to see. Aliens? It, yeah, so We Camp Army Base was written on the back of the piece of paper that Krychek gave him. Krychek gave Mulder some intel, and then he kissed him, and then he left. Mm-hmm. And so, Mulder, Mulder, his plan mm. is to just drive in. They, they don't know what they're looking for, but just drive in and tell the guard, like, oh, you have a biological uh, leak? <laughs> You better check on that. This dumb motherfucker. Like, what did he think that, what did he think was going to happen? I don't know. And then Scully's like, he just, he can't just, like, he's going to come back. He's got a, he's got a gun. gun. We're in his jurisdiction. He's going to shoot us. And then Mulder sees a big truck. Yes. With a very good mustache man. Yeah. And Scully says, I know that man. He's extremely conspicuous. And so Mulder's like, okay, bye. And then hops on the fucking truck. The bitch really did it. (laughs) The bitch done did it. The bitch did the damn thing. And then Scully's like, what? What? 
And then the the border guy arrests Scully because yeah, because she's a doing crime. a crime. Uh, and then the truck driver, so conspicuous truck driver, is driving the truck. Yes, and he pulls the truck over. Yes. And he takes off his gloves. Yes. And then he takes off his hat. Yes. And then I question why those actions were in any way necessary. But then he turns into Dolph Lundgren. But what is that? Do you think he could not have... He's still wearing all his other clothes. I think... If the difference was that big between his hands and head size changing, obviously that would have some repercussions to his chest and leg size as well. But he didn't take off all his clothes. <laughs> he just took off his gloves and hat. What does that mean? It means Dolph Lundgren had a ritter. That he does not wear gloves nor a hat because <laughs> okay. his hands are mm, just. You nice gotta and see soft. these guys. You gotta see those like, meaty really, paws. I need, the, <laughs> I need the audience to really be able to experience the full Dolph experience. I act with my forehead, <laughs> and then sometimes I put my hand on my forehead, and that's when I do my best work. So that's why. Okay. Is that help answer your GD yeah, question? Sure <laughs> anyway. Mulder does a peeky poo, <laughs> and there's the no eyes boy in the back of the truck. Mulder gets to the back of the truck, and there's a little cage in there, and the no eyes boy is in it. And he does a baroo. Baroo? Whoop! Uh And then Mulder like seems like he's gonna try to get him out, and then uh, the conspicuous man who has become Dolph Lundgren gets in the truck. Yeah. And then Mulder's like, oh shit! And then a Dorito comes down. And then Dorito and takes the boy away. A man comes out of the Dorito. Another boy, another No Eyes boy comes, and he takes his No Eyes friend. And Dolph Lundgren is also gone for some reason. And then Mulder's just there alone with an empty cage and his thumb up his ass. (laughs) As as one is wont to do. As God intended. As God intended. Um. So. I have a question, Allison. Yeah. The Dorito, the Dorito that took Jeffy's mom. Yeah. Because we did skip over that. Yeah, we did. Dorito took Jeffy's mom. Um, Is that the colonizer Dorito or is that the rebellion Dorito? Because they did set the No-Eyes boys on fire. Well, did you get a good look at it? Like, because my question would be, I guess, was it a nacho cheese or was it a Cool Ranch? That's true. We got a Cool Ranch nacho cheese. So it's a flaming hot Dorito. If it's nacho cheese, flaming hot Doritos, they're resistant. Yeah. If it's a Cool Ranch, it's a colonizer. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Good. I will look and also lick uh, that the screen a lot more. Yucko. Mm. <laughs> So in our last scene, Mulder is very sweaty. He's actually impossibly sweaty. It's Ew. disgusting. Uh-huh. Uh, and Scully is there, and he says some lines of dialogue, I assume. I stopped paying attention at this point. Yes. Uh, we also get another shot of Quebecois boy. Oh, yeah. Because Jeffy gets the red letter, and I guess red letter, yellow letter, and <laughs> he returns it mm-hmm. because the, the Swiss Chalet boy comes back and he says, Sorry, mister. <laughs> He does say that. You want some Tim Hortons? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll go down to the icebox, eh? <laughs> and he, and, and Raul Bloodgood is very upset. Yeah. Because his, pop, his, 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 his son, son Jeffy doesn't want nothing to do with no. him. But Skinner assures Jeffy that his place at the FBI is fine and this hasn't affected him at all. He didn't do anything. It's just his mom got abducted. Yeah, but he's worried that people think he's like, uh, you know. Spooky? Sp- yeah. Mm. Gosh, darn it. I have a question. Please. The Cool Ranch Dorito. Yeah. What do they want with all the implant people? I think they're using the implant people to assist their colonizing efforts. Okay. The black ooze. They probably want to black ooze them, maybe? Yeah, I think okay. that's probably okay. the case. Okay. Um, I do want to point out 
maybe I'll point it out in the predictions. There was um, a picture on the Netflix at the end that I do need to talk about. Okay. But let's go through ratings. Please. I rate on a spooky scale. One is I'm going to take a great nap. Five is I'm going to not sleep ever. I'm going to give this a 2.75. It was the no eyes. Pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aliens. Pretty spooky. Okay. Okay. Yes. I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means it's a great episode that I like, to Excelsior State. No. No. My Struggle 3, which yeah. is to date the worst episode that we've ever watched. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to give this a six. I thought it was pretty strong for landing the second half of a two-parter. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, there was some fun elements. I like the way they're expanding Jeffy's character. And uh, I mean, besides not understanding the mythology of the show, which I never have and I never will, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I liked when they kissed. Me too. And I liked his hot, wet mouth. Red mouth. Read it again to me, Allison. <laughs> Inside Nicholas Leah's wet red mouth. Mm, thank you. Allison, it's time for some personal exercise. Hell yeah. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get affected, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-Files. Now, as you know, I like me some cults. Yes, I know that. I like me some alien cults. <laughs> and who is the king of the alien cults? You would say maybe Scientology. You'd be wrong. Oh. And it also connects because these are Quebecois. Oh, interesting. Meet the Raelians inside the world's strangest and nicest UFO sex clone religion. Mm. Mm. And there's some lovely pictures of some babes. Oh, damn. Painted green and they got some blow up aliens who are ready to party. Okay. This comes from Gizmodo because they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're up up to date. Uh, the international Raelian movement might be the world's most science fictional religion. At least they're up there with Scientology. Their founder claims he met the alien who created the human race. And their main ritual involves sending your DNA to an alien planet. Ooh, okay. You just, you just like ejaculate on a rocket. Yeah, you just like <laughs> jerk it in a little cup and they take it over there. Uh-huh. A gift for you, aliens. <laughs> Please enjoy my piss. <laughs> Does piss have DNA in it? Nah. Nah. That's extra. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay extra for that. The group announced that they cloned a human baby in 2002. A uh, hot take, they did not. Uh, <laughs> Fuego. But they also want to rebuild uh, African women's clit- clitorises. I oh, guess. so they're against genital mutilation. Yes, in okay. uh, a special pleasure hospital. Which I would not call it that. No, I wouldn't call it that, no. but I do support the idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't know the plural of clitoris. <laughs> I've never I've never played with more than one at a time. Well, that's fair. You know what? Sorry. Hey, goals. <laughs> 2018 is going to be my year. <laughs> Uh, but if anything, the Raelians are, po- uh, are the opposite of Scientologists. They're goofy, laid back, a little bit cheesy, and anything but paranoid. They strip naked in public government buildings, rent zany billboards, and pose with inflatable UFOs. There always seems to be a huge element of performance art and Burning Man-style campiness with these guys. According to the Raelian movement, the human race was created by a race of beings called the Elohim. At one point during my dinner with the group, a Raelian from Mexico named Eddie earnestly cautioned me not to call the Elohim aliens because they don't like that word. It reminds them too much of alienization and nobody should ever have to be called an alien. Their preferred term is extraterrestrials. What is alienization? 
I don't know. Interesting. Alienization. Alienation? No, alienation. Oh, okay. You, I just just read, you just did a bad job. I just read very badly. Okay. The Elohim are a perfect race of androgynous beings. Nice. Uh, with all genders uh, impossible to distinguish. Nice. Uh, nice. They've eliminated racism. Nice. Nice. And they only have one race. In- oh, instead of the nine originally. <laughs> okay. Oh, so by... <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, this doesn't sound good anymore. <laughs> They've eliminated racism because there's only one race. That's bad. What happened to the others? What happened Uh-oh. to them? Uh-oh. Oh, no. They've also done away with greed, war, poverty, and other problems we still have. How? Okay, well, well now there's I'm, only one now race. I'm a little worried. <laughs> Over the centuries, they've sent various prophets to our world, including, including Jesus and Buddha, to try to raise our con- consciousness. Well, thanks. <laughs> Just saying, like, Jesus, one of ours. Buddha, ours too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moses? No, not, not ours. Didn't touch him. Uh-uh. Not interested. <laughs> uh, the founder of the Raelianism movement is the last prophet, by the way. There he is. Oh, damn. His name is Riel, okay, formerly known as Claude Vorilhan. Vorilhan? Vorilhan. That's a cool last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a... What? Hold on. Don't read ahead. Sorry. He was a minor pop star in France in the 1960s. Oh, my God. And then he became a race, race car test driver and owned a car magazine. Uh-huh. Uh, one day in 1973, he was driving the middle of nowhere where he met Eliohem, and then they told him to make the human race ready for their arrival. Riel wrote a book about his experience called Intelligent Design. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> So, the overall goal of the Aurelian movement is to get the human race to the point in our evolution where we can welcome the Elohim to Earth and greet them face to face. The Elohim want to build an embassies that they can land on. So, they did, uh, they want to build like a little launch pad. You know, the one, isn't there one in Saskatchewan, an alien like UFO landing site? I don't know. There's one I know in Canada, but they want to build a bigger one. Now, there is a plan B. If the human race fails to evolve fast enough, we will probably wind up destroying ourselves with our high technology. And if that happens, then certain people will be spared. Anyone who's followed Riel. Convenient. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they're really into, like, I mean, there's some stuff about sensual meditation and sex rituals. They just like to fuck. It's kind of like... the Rajneesh, if we you talk we I mentioned Wild Wild Country last mm-hmm. uh, last term. If you want to talk about like sex cults, it's just like the fucking sixties and seventies where everyone's like, "Hey man, let's just fuck all the time." Yeah, right. We have a word for that. It's called banging around. It's called banging around. That's all they wanted to do. Yeah. And then all the other people are like, "Oh, this is weird. Oh, how dare you bang around?" Anyway, uh, read more about the Raelians. We'll post something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, if they're I pretty, feel pretty like in- it. Okay, they're pretty interesting. They're so- pretty harmless, I'm going to say, but probably not. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, something we're not knowing about them. They are a cult. Objectively terrible. So. so, I mean, look into them. They're, I would say, my top five favorite cults. Yeah, go on a wild ride. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Uh, Allison, I'm ready to go on a wild ride. Okay. Let's do predictions. Yeah. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. 
my turn to predict? Yes. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. It is your turn to predict because you predicted uh, an alien, actual alien cult, but there wasn't one. No, I don't remember the second thing you predicted. I don't think it happened. Well, you're at four and a half points. I'm at I'm at three and a half. Now, before we get into this episode, on the Netflix like preview, Mm -hmm. there was a picture of two boys in very good hats. So I'm, like, really excited about these hats. (laughs) Just fancy hats. Okay. Okay, give it to me. Uh, Season 5, episode 15, the title is Travelers. Two boys. Good hats. Trench coats? Yes. Time travelers? Definitely. I mean, I feel like... They are time travelers, and uh, that's going to be my half point. Okay. The other half point is, this is going to be a Groundhog Day situation. (laughs) Okay. Where Mulder is living the same day, and by the end of it, uh, he dies, or probably Scully dies. That's a bold choice. Yes. And so the time travelers are helping him... um, Fix it. Fix it. Damn, okay. Yeah. I'd watch that. So half point for time traveler boys, half point for Groundhog Day. Love it. Done. Let's do it. Allison, how can the Space Cadets find us? Uh, hi, Space Cadets. We love you very much. And you can find us on the internet uh, at doublexfiles.com. That's double spelled out D-O-U-B-L-E. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at the same uh, handle, doublexfiles. If you want to send us an email, um, it's doublexfilespodcast uh, at gmail.com. If you want to, you know, express your enjoyment, uh, just some sensual energy, uh <laughs> If you could re-Allison on that essential energy, that would be fine. If you want to tell us about your favorite cult. We would like that a lot. I like that. Um, yeah. And we're still accepting your your pitches for episodes of Glow Up. Remember, uh, it's Skinner. He's in Hawaii. He owns a lamp bar, and there must be one dong per episode. Visible. <laughs> Visible. Visible dong. Uh-huh. Not just the tip. Nope. Whole shong. Whole thing. Um, yeah, we'll take all that. And we'll take your reviews, too. We would love your reviews. It really does help us out when you write us a review, whether you come or not. Yes. But if you come, five stars. Five stars. Got to be uh-huh. five stars. Okay. You know the deal. Yes. Um. Well, I think we're done. Yeah. I let's, think that's it. Let's go get lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. The, the truth, truth is, is out there. there. The boys are back in bed. The boys are back in bed. Bow.